You're listening to DraftKings Network. We are here at the stand, and yes, obviously, if you are watching the news or have seen the news this morning uh, in Brooklyn, New York, it's been a pretty scary, very scary, uh, pretty scary morning. We can luckily look. There's a lot of people who've been checking in on us, family, friends, Cooligans uh, fans, Gully Squad members. Uh, some of you guys have hit us up both personally on our, you know, in our group chat. Uh, sorry, in our Slack, uh, in in our on the Cooligans account. Luckily, we're both safe. Everyone we know is safe. Everyone out there, please stay safe. Uh, you never know what's going on. I mean, what sucks is New York City is the type of city where a dude walks on the subway wearing construction gear and a gas mask and no one even blinks twice. Right. It's just like, oh, he's another goofy uh, yeah, we weird hipster or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, oh, great, this guy's going to ask me for money for his <laughs> gas chamber basketball team. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, if, uh, yeah, thank you for a lot of people um, uh, sent a lot of messages. We, we taped a uh, a pre-show for our Patreon members kind of going into a little bit more detail, but um, yeah, Alexis lives in Brooklyn. Uh, I'm from Sunset Park, Brooklyn. I have a lot of family that lives around that uh, uh, train station that uses that stop every day. Uh, my parents are just a couple blocks away from there. Uh, so it, yeah, it was a scary morning, checking in on everybody, making sure everybody was all right. Uh, and luckily everyone is, but it, it you know doesn't take away from how tragic uh, this is. It's, it's tough to see something like that uh, where I grew up in, in a train station that I used every day going to going to school uh, spending a lot of time uh, around there I've, again I have so many family members that live literally right on 36th Street uh, so it's uh, it was a tough morning uh, you know to say the least right so uh, but I'm especially glad especially now that you're all highfalutin living in the burbs away from everybody right yeah you know and nothing bad has ever happened in the suburbs no you know you're like none of the news gets to my <laughs> penthouse <laughs> it's too high so uh, but yeah, but the, the show must go on. You know, this isn't the first time we've uh, we've done uh, shows in the middle of, of just terrible things happening. It happens all the time. We uh, sadly we've gotten right. too used to this. Um, but for I, those of you who who are gonna are members of the Patreon and are gonna watch that video because it will be uploaded to the Patreon pretty soon, uh, just know it starts off very somber and then it gets really silly. Right, right. Which is that because it's, it's both of us. It's, We're both here. It's it's <laughs> the brand that is the cool. Again. Uh, uh-huh. uh you know there there's is it i don't i would say it's there's a balance but i don't really know about that i mean it's off balance <laughs> Bro, i mean alexis tip- it's like when remember when fox news said they were fair and balanced and everyone was like yeah I, that's about as balanced <laughs> right, as right. alexis t- uh, tips the scale in more ways than one wow <laughs> and christian's so cheap he don't tip at all so when you put the two together <laughs> throw me under a bus dude wow so um uh, uh, so yeah, man, we're, we're yeah we're ha- happy to be here, happy to be safe. We are in, uh, we're at the Stand uh, Comedy Club. It, That's right. It, it is. Uh, we're in in the middle of Manhattan, which which feels a little. It's a little emptier than you definitely than usual. But yeah, but normally there'd be uh, not as funny comedians on stage. Okay. Usually one at a time. No mm. computers allowed. Right. Uh, there'd be audience members, which now, we don't have right now. this is the future of stand-up comedy. Yeah, You're sitting is, at yeah. <laughs> your computer. People and- are like, are those two DJs up there? Because this is all you need to be a DJ now. I'm just, uh, watch me tweet. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm wearing a marshmallow helmet as I tweet. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I see some people in the chat who don't know what happened. Uh, earlier today, there was a, I guess we would call it a mass shooting on, on a subway train in deep in Brooklyn in a, in a neighborhood called Sunset Park. 
where Christian was born and raised, and a lot of his family still live, very close to where his family still live. A uh, gentleman in construction vest and gas mask took out uh, smoke bombs on the train uh, as it got to the stop and then just started shooting, and hopefully the, he was hoping the smoke would stop people from being able to get off the train. A couple people were shot. Looks like five people were shot. 13 people in total were injured. Uh, they were all at hospitals. As we know, as of as of what we know right now, no one has passed away. Uh, so hopefully that stays that way. And uh, it absolutely sucks uh, what happened. And hopefully they catch this guy. There's a bit of a manhunt. So it took a lot to get here uh, today. Uh, there's a bit of a manhunt going for him. You could hear helicopters and stuff in Brooklyn. So. Yeah. Hopefully they catch him. So uh, let's get that out of the way. Let's talk about soccer. It absolutely sucks. And But luckily, everyone we know is fine. And that's the most important thing right now is that everyone we know is fine. And hopefully everyone involved uh, remains fine, except for that one dude who was involved. Right. Who's 5'5", five, five, by the way. I don't know if you saw the news. All right. So, okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop calling them short kings. Right. And that's it. Little, you've lost. You've lost. Napoleon, this guy guys. has ruined it for all of y'all. Bro. Uh, no, man. Yeah, yeah. Look, we're we're obviously going to continue uh, doing what we do. Uh, we're going to have uh, we're going to try to have as much fun as possible. Uh, I just you know we it, it would be ridiculous and impossible to start a show without addressing uh, the the obvious thing that's on everyone's mind. Yeah, of course. Imagine we just didn't talk about it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what? I told Christian we can't do that, dude. <laughs> Even though I was adamant about, yeah, you know, <laughs> he's like, we will not bring this up because yeah, you know how stone cold with my emotions I am. <laughs> I mean, the two of us. <laughs> The two of us are much closer to statues than we are humans, but dude, if there's one thing you and I have learned about each other over the past seven years, it's that. Uh, okay. Uh, Colobanca says, sending good vibes. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, Thank pa- you very much. Uh, Paulina said, no, not one of us, Shorty. <laughs> it's Shorty. Uh, I was going to go watch the movie called Ambulance, but no, y'all got to go live on me. I don't know. Got what- me jonesing for some gully stage news. What is, uh, what's a movie never called Ambulance? I've never heard of Ambulance. Wait, isn't that the one where, like, the ambulance is, like, evil? Isn't it one of those crazy old movies? I don't know. Wasn't there like one a- where, like... Like the car itself, like the actual ambulance was evil, wasn't that like, like a like a can't be asked like a movies? evil Night Rider type of like thing? <laughs> yeah, you know, without clever uh, Fast and the Furious <laughs> for everyone else. Um, okay, so uh, look, uh, there's obviously a lot uh, to talk about today, but well, let's uh, let's get started. That's let's, right. Also, shouts to uh, the Tens Club for the beautiful uh, hoodie. All right, yeah, yeah. I, I was actually meaning to get. I think they they ran out of my size. They did. I, believe it or not. Very thin. It's like a lightweight, almost like a spring hoodie. Mm. It's champion, and typically champions are very thick. You know what I mean? Typically, champions are a little more Alexis. This one was a lot of Christian. You know what I mean? <laughs> Got it. This is like one step above those t-shirt hoodies. Remember them joints? T-shirts with the hood on right, it? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, those... Uh, you I, had one of those, didn't you? I've never had that. No, you did, and you were a blazer over it. I can almost guarantee it. I can, I can feel it in my bones, dog. <laughs> I don't know what you, you think. You one of these. What you think I looked like in high school? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean high that. school. What are, you, what are you, 28? Dude? That, uh, that fashion was 10 years ago. I want to give a shout out also to Ford Madison uh, Beautiful. who sent us these kits. Uh, What's it say in the yellow? Uh, it's actually Ukrainian, so we can't read it. Oh, I don't know. I actually didn't notice that there was any lettering in there. You don't look at the details. You don't care. 
Uh, but no, I mean, if you can't really see it, it says United for Ukraine. Beautiful. Uh, on there. And uh, I, I believe uh, you can pre-order this now right. and all the money will go to uh, either to UNICEF yeah. uh, to, to help uh, people in Ukraine. So And also to help people who fled uh, Ukraine. Correct. That's a big part of what they're, it, they're, that money's um, going for. So, uh, shouts to Forward Madison. Thank you very much for uh, for the kits. I have one as well. It's a little tight, so I didn't wear it. Um, it makes me feel uh, like a sausage, but I'm here to support. So. Thank All you right. very much. Uh, Messi still wears those T-shirt hoodies. <laughs> he says Ryan, Ryan he a hundred percent does, but he paid eight hundred ninety-five pounds for it, so or euros. So that's pretty good. Uh, I always shout out Alexis's Arsenal gear. So big up today for Christian's Ukraine shirt. Shouts to you, Joe Whitlock. Uh, what's Ukraine for? Yo, that's gully. I don't know. We should probably look that we up. We should probably look that up. It, it, it's actually interesting because the the uh, obviously it's uh, uh, you know another tragic thing to see the news all the time with everything going on in Ukraine. It feels very like we feel helpless. Like there's nothing like we can do. Like it's just, it's just a, such a strange, I was watching the news yesterday and they were like, Oh, uh, Russia got a new general. He's calling the troops over here and they're going to do this. And I'm like, if we know yeah. all of this, <laughs> why? why can't we stop this? It's, bro? it's really bad. It feels, it feels, um, like, like it, it's entertainment. Rather than like an actual tragedy because nothing's being done essentially, or they they can't be offered help because they don't want to start this larger war. So whatever, that's a other like larger conversation. But my my fiance's family, to my knowledge, they've they have always just said, oh, they are Russian. They're, that's always been their thing. Um, but they were Russian as much as they fled the Soviet Union from Ukraine when right. it was. It, Technically, sort of like Russia. If, if, or whatever. We, if we were to leave New York to go to Europe today, right? We yeah. moved to Europe, and then New York secedes from the United States and becomes New Amsterdam. We'd be New Amsterdamese, yeah, but we would still be telling people we're American because we left America. Exactly, and and uh, so which is why pizza is better here than in Italy because when people left Naples to come here, they actually left the unification of Italy. They didn't want to be a part of Italy. You feel? Wow, right? they're, they're like, you don't deserve this pizza. But now their great grand kids don't speak a word of Italian, <laughs> but they tell everyone they're Italian. <laughs> and then one of them married me. <laughs> hey, shouts to Dee on her birthday. Yeah, uh, happy birthday, Dee. Thank uh, you for everyone who sent beautiful messages. I got some nice messages from Cooligans fans saying, tell Dee I love her, tell Dee I love the Donnas, I love the podcast. I'm like, look at you guys, huh? Wow. Hitting the download button twice. <laughs> thank it's, you very much. It's, but it, it's odd that people are sending messages to you telling, tell your wife I love her. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like some of them I'm relaying. Some of them I'm like, you getting blocked, my dude. <laughs> You're going a little too much. I don't know the context of why. Wow. Uh, but I was saying that uh, a lot of my fiance's family is from Kiev, uh, so it, it's a uh, it, it's tough for them right. uh, as well uh, to to see this stuff. And little known fact, they all work for Putin. Right? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is why uh, this, this is how this show works. You can't you can't sit in a real moment too long before no! Alexis is like For, people. People logged on to watch to, to listen right. about soccer. And, and but I, I, I just want to make it clear that it, whether it's uh, on you know whether the camera's on or real life, no. this is exactly how Alexis. If you were talking to me alone in the back of a funeral, I'd be popping jokes. <laughs> I don't have any other way of thinking and uh, my brain's like let it out because if not it becomes a fart <laughs> interesting uh, theory uh, uh, PFC Manor said a quarter by the way thank you for everyone who's putting happy birthday D in the chat thank you so much 
Uh, PFC Madness says, a quarter of my family has the same backstory from Kiev. Uh, guess some folks in the fam were high on uh, Bolsheviks target list when they took over. Yeah, a lot of people, uh, my family, uh, my wife's family is partially uh, Ukrainian. Okay. Uh, in fact, when her grandfather started going through dementia, he started speaking in full-blown Yiddish. Yeah. And people were like, hey, fam, how you know Yiddish? And he was like, what? No, what are you talking about? Totally been Christian this entire time. We didn't <laughs> change our religion to escape Ukraine. Yeah, the, the interesting um, thing is, that especially in, in New York, at least uh, to my knowledge, like everyone who I thought was Russian escape Russia. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're here because... No, that's why they're here. <laughs> Russia that's why now. when people started to abuse Russians during all of this, when this started... Mm-hmm. They were like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, no, no, no. We left for the same reason you're upset right now. <laughs> we also ain't homies with them either. Right. Uh, we happen to, we speak their language, but that's it. Uh, Pay like cancel 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys remember everything. <laughs> it is dangerous to have this fan base, bro. Yeah, dude. Let's uh, talk about, let's talk about MLS. Yes. How you feeling about MLS? Uh, MLS is uh, is starting off. Look, you know, especially since CCL is going on at the same time. I feel like my attention is split. Yeah, there's just when like, people are like how's that? How's MLS doing? I'm like, okay, we beat Pumas is doing well. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle versus New York is going to be a big one. It's like depending on what region of the country you ask that question in, right. you'll get like very different answers because uh, the. Uh, Generally, the uh, you know at least at least for us when NYCFC is playing uh, in the beginning of the season, there's usually a lot of like enthusiasm, a lot of excitement, a lot of hope. But obviously, CCL is going on. The, the MLS season for NYCFC has not really started off very well. Uh, but the, the the teams that you know we talked about them last week about like the teams that were undefeated, which were uh, uh, Philadelphia, LAFC. And uh, and Chicago and Chicago lost and so did LAFC uh, and uh, Philly is uh, the only one standing at the top of the hill right now looking like uh, yeah again like supporter shield favorites again like they might uh, win it and not have to you know hold a Captain America shield this okay. time around but I don't know I'm just saying they they they, they look sharp they and, did have a photoshopped supporter shield which is kind of weird <laughs> it wasn't photoshopped it you know was what I, it looked it, was it looked photoshopped yeah, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was it was not was, real it was like wrapped it was it a was wrapped, wrapped in uh, it was a Captain America America Shield wrapped in the supporter shield. You couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't have picked a nerdier object. <laughs> no, man, it was great. It was a, uh, it will go down in history. It was one of the uh, like greatest like it's supporter a, it's shield moments. Mo- it's quite possibly one of the most MLS moments of all time. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Premier League would not have done that. Uh, uh, Voluminous said, "We avoided losing to you guys this weekend. Thanks, CCL. Oh, meaning also, I believe that's DC United because we were supposed NYCFC was supposed to play DC United, right? But that game got uh, uh, postponed. We could use the W too. Uh, NYCFC is yeah. having a rough start to the season, but there they are. You know, I think it's difficult. You know, there's a little bit of a hangover from the championship, and." You're also in CCL, so right, not the easiest. So, but, but we we should start with uh, probably the uh, one of the bigger games of the weekend. Uh, you know, it's not even Heineken rivalry week, and we got uh, a huge game between Charlotte and Atlanta, the first time they played, and we also had uh, El Tráfico, which we'll uh, also discuss. But the the, the Olimpico, Charlotte FC getting an Olimpico, what seven games, eight games into their inaugural season. If you're if you're a Charlotte FC fan, you have to be looking at these games and thinking, wait a minute. 
Are we good? <laughs> it was what two months ago that the coach said we were screwed, right? And where? And now you're beating the team that you chose out of nowhere as your rival. Yeah, remember the the owner or was it the general manager? Someone said like f that city. Oh, I don't know. You don't remember that? I don't know who said that. Was it the owner? It was somebody associated with Charlotte. That F, it became the, they have the shirts that say f that city, and I was like, who are they talking about? And apparently, Atlanta. <laughs> what a strange... You don't remember this? I don't remember Where this. Where were you? <laughs> I don't remember. I feel like I would have remembered someone, uh, you know, some high-ranking official saying they, that. Uh, Atlanta lifted the banner. I don't know the TIFO that said uh, it was... Uh, what's his name? Arthur Blank had a shirt that said, We're that city or something like that. Okay. I don't know if that came before or after, but and maybe you guys could let us know. Uh, but someone said... Uh, Robin Seguini says, thank you, Alexis. Sorry. Um, but someone said, like, F that city. They they chose Atlanta as their rival. Yeah, which makes sense. Un- unprovoked. <laughs> <laughs> they threw the first punch. Tepper. Uh, oh, yeah, Robin Seguini said it was the owner that called us out in the announcement. So That's what it was. And they Sha- made shirts that said F that city. But then they show up <laughs> with a squad that they claim isn't finished. Yeah. And they body you, dog. Yeah, it was kind of surprising. They that were, one nil didn't even tell you how how lopsided that game was. And I think losing, you know, uh, uh, Joseph Martinez is obviously uh, injured. And I mean, at this point, don't say what. What at this point? What? Write him in for what? Ten put, games. Put a him down. Would send him off to a home upstate. <laughs> yeah. He went. Up. You're done. <laughs> Some would say that's what MLS is. Um, you're going to Miami FC, buddy. Uh, no, I mean, how can you depend on this guy for a full season? Yes. I mean, we look, he got injured in, uh, what, 20, uh, 2020? Mm-hmm. When did he get? Uh, he got hurt in the first game of the season. It's his first ACL tear. He's still recovering. There's uh, They're cleaning up something in his knee. He's going to be out for a couple months. This is the uh, worst top ever. Sorry. So, coffee top stinks. So... The uh, uh, so I, I think losing your uh, you know your best player will affect you in some sort of way, and clearly uh, it's affecting Atlanta. And the but the the fact that they they how often I, at what point do you think Atlanta has to sit here and say we need to go out and get a striker that we can depend on? Maybe not a full replacement for well, Joseph they Martinez. they brought you know Cuckfield's finest <laughs> Dom Dwyer <laughs> Dom Dwyer I love Dom we love Dom we love Dom but this isn't necessarily we love Dom, Dom. <laughs> buddy hey why are you attacking us <laughs> whoa <laughs> we said f that city not f that Dom um how you know Dom is not. Tom isn't a full season replacement right now in his career, right? He could be. Okay. He could be, but he's not necessarily like, I feel like they have to go out and get a young South American seems to be their style, but a a young striker that can maybe learn under Joseph Martinez for two or three years that he has left. (laughs) He's not that old. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But I'm saying he's, he's oft injured. You can't say he's not oft injured. He has been injured for a long time, and last year he was not the same player, and he's clearly still recovering and something. He's not 100%. He's not the same Joseph Martinez that we were uh, we were used to. Shexa said, got Alexis a sippy cup. Oh, my God, with the two handles on the side? <laughs> I love it. Uh, we got the New Mexican Ronaldo. <laughs> hilarious. Um, wait, maybe not so hilarious. Um, uh, Atlanta ain't been the same since Almiron left. I think for a lot of reasons. I think the reason that Almiron leaving was such a is hasn't been that course hasn't been corrected is because the team hasn't necessarily been investing the same BT didn't work out 
Yeah, well, that those. So I wouldn't say that they wouldn't be. They haven't been investing the same. The same meaning they weren't going out and finding gems. They've been spending the same amount of money. Well, you don't know it's a gem until you make. You know, until they I mean, play a couple you sound games. Like a guy who's only has Chris, <laughs> uh, crypto in his. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean they haven't found gems? You can't. It's look. Not, I got a picture of oh, an ape eating a slice of pizza. How, what, how am I supposed what, to know who I should? Have why haven't Alan United signed Kevin De Bruyne, Dra Cancelo, and uh, and, <laughs> and all these guys? Okay, now you're bringing up good good points. <laughs> <laughs> they, it's they they you take a risk and hopefully that they, they fit into MLS. They brought in um, Luis uh, Araujo, right? Right. Uh, who I think has been a who six- is my guy from the Mexican league on the right that made like the TikToks. He was the TikTok Jurgen Dam. That did Jürgen not Dam. work out. That, <laughs> damn. <laughs> that For what? It, it's so strange. It was so funny. Remember when the what was it? He came from Tigres and they were yeah. like they were like or Club America. At uh, Tigres. Yeah, from Diggers and their fans were like, hey, man, <laughs> this dude can't cross for shit. And they tried to tell us, but, like, he's just fast. No, but I, I would, the only thing he can do is cross. That's, no, no, no. That's, that, that's what he, that what is what he is good at. That that is it. He can't really pass well. well. You remember, he, when he was, when he had the, the wagon, the Christmas gifts, the uh-huh. one that fell off was crosses because he was making fun of the team. He was making fun of the fans that were shitting on him. All right, I, look, I, I, I don't, I think that's wrong because I, I've, I've seen him enough to say that that's probably his best attribute. Uh, but pe- people in the chat, let us know if, uh, uh, if you know who's who's correct here because I think that is his best skill. Sate Tali actually makes a great point. He says Tata will be available <laughs> soon. <laughs> so I'm bringing back. You might, you just might. Uh, three says- managers in three years will do that though, regardless of the squad. Right. And so, this is what I'm talking about. Everyone. Everyone's got the reason Atlanta isn't good right now. Everyone's got a reason. And all these reasons are valid. Now, what does that tell you? There's a lot wrong. There's a lot going on. I, don't, I mean, look. In ATL. They um, they made it to the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they lost uh, to NYCFC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the hit that like button if you like it, the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> hit the like button if you like that. Atlanta United lost to NYCFC. No. Oh, yeah, no. In fact, hit the like button if you don't like it, dude. <laughs> okay, like I, we always say, we give you options on this show. <laughs> got- Some of these other YouTube shows, they don't be giving you options. They be they telling you what shit. to do. We give you two options. You can like it if you like it. Also, hit that like button if you don't like it, dude. <laughs> okay, uh, it's interesting. We our YouTube channel works a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So. Um, the, yeah, the, yeah, look, some of the, the, the sign, uh, I, I think, uh, Araujo and, um, and Tiago Amada will, I think will be, uh, successful, uh, signings. But like, yeah, like, uh, uh, like they mentioned, yeah, switching out on all these managers. I mean, after, once, uh, uh, Boer got there, um, it, it just that really they did. haven't really recovered yet. They haven't from recovered. That. They've yeah. made a lot of changes, but they haven't recovered. And uh, what you call it? I also I just want to point out what Michael Raymond said because sometimes real genius mm. gets brought up in the chat. He said uh, Alexis is always right. Mm. <laughs> wow! I want to take a moment of silence. What an no. itch! <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, feel free to be silent for the rest of the program if you if you like to. Can't be wrong. If go I'm quiet, bro. Go, go out on top. You know what I mean? <laughs> Check, please. Um, Delboy, I love this. Oh, look! Speaking of genius, Delboy said Atlanta United got that post nut calamity, which uh, I've never heard it phrased that way. Why does it sound like it was in a Hanna Barbera cartoon? <laughs> Just. 
and absolutely, I mean, it feels like erotica a little bit, like Bro, MLS was, erotica. So there was a there was a, a lady at the party. My wife threw like uh, herself a little party. Told me, hey, I was like, yo, you want me to get balloons? She's like, everything's done. I'm like, this is what I like. That's okay. what I like about a relationship. You stop by for a quick sec. I did. Peace, in, you peaced out. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lady who showed up who normally has like a very even keeled energy, but she was very excited. She was like, hey, everybody, oh yeah. my god, what's going on over there? What's going on there? And I was like, hey, yo, your friend seemed so to have so much energy. She's like, and my wife was like, uh, yeah, she got to eat now before the <laughs> party. <laughs> and I was like, hey, and she goes, wouldn't you be excited if you got your, you know, suck? And I was like, no, I'd be walking to the party like, hey, everybody, what's going? On? Like, it's it's. Uh, uh, you mind if I just hang out in this seat without moving? <laughs> sure. I mean, it, just, it sounds like a, a, a woman that did not have post nut calamity. You know no, what no, I mean? No, she no. Needs, still looking for that 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 finishing touch. No, but she no, but I mean, she <laughs> definitely post nut, but there was no calamity. She was just like, she was like, hey, everything's great. Guys are more like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's how you know you did it right. If that's uh, bro, the case, okay, you get sleepy afterwards, right? What the? Don't get too personal, Alexis. <laughs> You've been there. What are you talking about? I, I know. I keep watching you. Wake why? up, dude. Why? I didn't do all that work for nothing. Why are you asking me questions <laughs> to things you already know? Anyway, <laughs> this show often turns left and right with a very hard yank of the wheel. And today's no different. Speaking of hard yanks, uh, <laughs> post not energy. Alexis drops into post not ASMR. Bro, I go uh, sleepy boy. If you ever see me and I just got no energy. Okay. You, you know your boy just, it's a, you know, whatever. It's a, I think it's a post-nut burger. That's what he had. Oh, love a good post-nut burger, dude. Post-nut slice? Talk to me. Okay. Look, look. this is uh, this is how it is. You get used to it. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Someone recently said to us, they're like, yeah, I love the show, but I'm not as big a fan of when you guys interact with the chat. We wouldn't have had this conversation <laughs> if it wasn't for that, buddy. All right. This is a, it's a, it's a symbiotic organ, <laughs> organic slash orgasmic relationship that we have uh, with the chat. Okay. Yo, uh, Andrew Johnson said grape nut calamity. <laughs> now that's just a healthy breakfast, buddy. <laughs> John Carl Tritt said sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. <laughs> uh, Justin uh, Friedberg said this show's <laughs> dork getting borked real hard right now. <laughs> Yo, Paolo Nelson said post nut buffet. <laughs> What am I getting crab legs? I'm getting crab legs. Mad relax. Damn, when you when the legs at the golden corral, you know he's happy. Yo, oh, my dude just got his door board. <laughs> oh my god, Michael Raymond with Pele uh, <laughs> post nut. <laughs> Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> so, look, I, I think once Atlanta United sort out some of these uh, so injuries dumb. and their players return, I... I, I <laughs> they like gasms. <laughs> so once um, uh, I, I think some of their players return, uh, I think they'll be uh, I think they'll be fine. But I think it's the, the bigger issue is that they, they lost to Charlotte. Like, it's like an embarrassing loss in losing uh, to the, the team that has now created this rivalry, whether right. you think it's authentic or not. But then the question becomes, is Atlanta this bad? Did they get caught slipping? 
or is Charlotte really this good? It seems like... Char- Are we ready to make the call that Charlotte is good? And this is the other thing about MLS. The first 10 games of the season almost don't really matter. That's really the preseason because it's the run-up to the playoffs. And everyone says, yeah, but if you miss the playoffs by a point or two, you're going to wish you won in those first 10 games. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do you like my impression? <laughs> what a great just American soccer fan. Yeah. yeah. Also, for some reason, he ended up underwater (laughs) he got dunked back into the toilet for saying stupid shit the point is the first 10 games of the season are more of like you know when boxers are throwing jabs to see how the other boxer is going to react yeah are we ready to call it that charlotte is good I would say the uh, simply the fact that they <laughs> lay premature check. I mean, you guys, I mean, there's no point to it. They have um, uh, they've won three games. They how many? Uh, what the goal differentials? Negative two. The, the fact that they got a clean sheet against Atlanta United, I think that's probably the most embarrassing thing. The 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 goal. Uh, from uh, Odyssey Rod uh, is an Olimpico, which is like it's it's more just like uh, to 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 get uh, no pun intended blanked uh, as a, when you're Atlanta United uh, uh, against an expansion team it's 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 not a good look and it kind of suggests that there's something uh, up with uh, the 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 players' offense so something's going on obviously they, you give up one goal like that and it's like it's whether it's like a just. It's one in a million kind of goals right. or whatever. Brad would it feel in. would it feel bad if it wasn't the team that specifically unprovoked called you out and said we our goal is to beat you? Uh, would it? F- is that what makes it feel worse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. I, mean, I think that's what's caused- like. If this happened against Cincinnati, you'd be like, "Damn, Atlanta." It's like look, they haven't. They, you know, they haven't had uh, some awful uh, seasons uh, so far. They've won a couple games. Uh, they've lost games that they probably should have won, or, or drew games or, or that they uh, could have won as well. But the um, simply the fact that they th- that this is like there's an emotional um, connection here. A lot of Atlanta United fans traveled uh, to uh, Charlotte. Some that are in How the far- chat. With us, uh, yeah, let us know. I, I, th- I think it's about like three hours, if, uh, if I'm not mistaken. It could be more, but I'm not sure. Um, Shexa said, and this is Shexa, who is a you know, this guy's handing stickers and flags to the, <laughs> the, the players, so this yeah. guy's a big guy. Uh, which McCauley, he said, no one in ATL cares about Charlotte, they have an inferiority complex because it's a whack little town. Mm. <laughs> well, you know what, Shexa can. Uh, do we have your permission to play your video that you tweeted at us uh, uh, yesterday? I think the Photoshop he made is better. <laughs> I gotta show that. What is that thing? That's their mascot. <laughs> yeah, Minty, Sir Minty. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> let's let's acknowledge uh, this sir, thing is sir silly Minty. as hell. Uh, let me see if I can find it. It's a four-hour drive. AT also came back from two goals down with ten men against them like two weeks ago. I know, but to lose to them one nil. It's a big one. Uh, it's yeah, yeah. So I think it's it's more of a uh, bragging rights and ego and stuff. So this is uh, I don't know if you saw Darren Eels uh, the reveal of the the Atlanta United mascot. Uh, I did not. Trainee McTrain face. Uh, that's not real. That's 100 real. Trainee McTrain face, which is it's really just uh, Darren Eels, uh, who's the uh, GM, right, or sporting director, or something like that, uh, president, whatever he is. He's uh, high up. Uh, he makes a lot of decisions. Uh, he, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Bocanegra is the um, uh, the GM, but uh, he w- it, w- it was basically just wore like a Halloween costume of a train. 
uh, in front of him. He basically looks like um, Thomas the Tank Engine right. like in front of him. And uh, the the mascot name is Trainee McTrainface. So in other words, it's not real. It's not real. It's like a, it's yeah. obviously a silly joke. So, uh, but the, the the train symbolism of Atlanta is obviously very present. And Gary Neal loves to involve himself in like you know he's a good, the bands. Well, he's a guy that we we should have had on the show long ago. I've, I've been yeah. wanting to get him up. Please, well, he's, a, he's a big Men in Blazers fan. So oh well, he's gonna be a big Cooligans fan. Okay, hey. all right. <laughs> you know, uh, Pele post not. Uh, he's going to be saying the, well, all the cool, cool if, you, if, if you see me with barbecue sauce on my cheek, you know what happened. Um, so well, show the show the mascot thingy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, so here it is. All right, I think we're we're looking at it right now. So this is the math. That's uh, that's uh, uh, Sir Minty. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this was the <laughs> this was <laughs> this was what checks are made. It's subtle, <laughs> is what it is. So we're all seeing it there. It's Sir Minty. Instead of holding a train. Uh, uh, he's holding something that could help you. <laughs> run a, a train. train situation. <laughs> he's holding a big old. Uh, You'd be like, Chooch! <laughs> <laughs> he's holding uh, a big old big old wang. Yeah. Uh, which is uh-huh. absolutely uh-huh. ridiculous, bro. Yeah. This is. A golden one. <laughs> I mean. So funny uh, and ridiculous. And this is. In the original photo, he was holding a train. Yeah, which we saw. We just saw him a moment yeah. ago. And what okay. I love about this is. Sir Minty is a big uh, old school soccer ball with a, with a creepy smiley face <laughs> and for some reason ice. <laughs> He's wearing a gold a chain, a, yeah. like a diamond chain saying that says M. So the look of his face is kind of maniacal holding a train, <laughs> being like I'm a killer. But it changes a little bit when you change said train to a big old golden dill. <laughs> a thick ass golden dill. Okay. Veiny, veiny. Bro, this thing only has one hole in it and that's for the you know the pump, and then here is uh, this is Shexa celebrating like chanting along with Sir Minty and all the and look security's trying to keep Shexa <laughs> bending away from Sir Minty, but no, this is Sir Minty's gonna if he's gonna walk through the Atlanta United supporters, you're gonna get you're gonna get a lot of uh, a lot of love. I guess <laughs> this is the funniest thing. It's made me laugh so much. It's like the said. cutest mascot though. It's also wearing like a boxer slash pimps <laughs> kind of uh, robe. But it has no neck, so it just kind of goes around the circumference of the ball. Uh, so you can hear it. You can hear it there. <laughs> so Shaq said, thank you so much for uh, sending that to just us. Just the Freebrick said, that's the biggest dork I've ever seen. <laughs> so damn the funny. The real golden spike <laughs> said Shaq said, okay, now that makes sense. Doughboy said, minty for her pleasure. <laughs> Extra minty. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. How does that chain even stay on? Make the physics make sense. <laughs> well, homie got no neck. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, yeah, a, a wild uh, a wild game. Uh, it, but there was only that one goal, the, the Olympico, which is, uh, which is pretty wild. I think Guzan said, I think he like, maybe lost it in the sun. And, which is and what I would say. Stepped, he he kind of took a weird step and, and missed the ball. Uh, but yeah, this good game could have been uh, easily uh, a draw or a nil-nil draw. But the fact that, that, that Charlotte was able to keep a clean sheet – Pretty impressive. Uh, that they defensively they looked okay this season. Even when they played the, the, their first home game against Galaxy, they I, I think they only lost one nil, if I'm not mistaken, uh, or it wasn't too bad of a loss. 
So they look okay. Uh, hopefully Atlanta sorts out everything they have to because uh, obviously they're, they're fan, they have a huge, huge fan base and uh, they d- demand a little bit better. Um, if there's, let's just finish talking about Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Maybe the chat can help us out. Let's fix LA and United. Mm. What's one thing? I just noticed they didn't get any yellow cards either. That's a, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a little strange. Yeah, but yeah, you feel like you would be upset, but you're not winning. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't much nobody, dog. <laughs> Let's fix Atlanta United. What's one player that we have to replace? The squad looks pretty full. I mean, they have 11 players, so it's a full squad. Yeah, you get the point I'm trying to make here. <laughs> you know, you got a pretty good goalkeeper, regardless of what we said. Uh, they played a 3-4-2-1 in this match. You've got... Goodman, Campbell, Franco, Robinson, Lennon kind of is your back five, right, when they're defending. You got uh, Sedgdick and Sosa. Everybody loves Sosa as your more defensive midfielders, probably a bit more attacking as well. Moreno and Almada. And then you've got Dom Dwyer up top. Is it really just not having... Uh, Joseph Martinez. I would say the. I, I think the the the, the couple. Shakes us at fire, Carlos Bocanegra. <laughs> I think the the biggest um, uh, differences as uh, or what they haven't really replaced. Um, what's his name? I think he's at LAFC now. Franco. Escobar, right? Yeah, Escobar. Franco, yeah. Um, he was the fullback, mm-hmm. and I think that's probably been. A, a, a player tough to replace at least <laughs> replace Brad, Brad with Minty. <laughs> <laughs> I think the heart, the, the the energy and and excitement about playing for Atlanta United has kind of faded a little bit. Those first two years were were something, but the fan base is still there. The fan base is still there, but the 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 culture around the team, all the South American players, they just like it seemed like they were just friends immediately. And then the board came in and was like, no, 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 no smiles here. We're we can't any- get along. <laughs> <laughs> We're a championship team, uh, and I and I think the new manager is still trying to kind of bring that back uh, a little bit. So. Ooh, Sate Tali mm. just dropped a dropped a uh, a big one in here. He said, "Fix ATL by humbling their mostly toxic fan base." Mostly toxic sounds a bit sounds a bit extreme. I mean, you, we could say that about every fan base. We could just say that about fan bases. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if, yeah, if you are, but uh, well, I mean, elaborate. What what do you think makes ATL's fan base toxic? I and mean, I won't even throw in mostly. Just what makes them toxic, or what makes it interested? I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, I'm yeah. What interested. makes it more toxic than any other fan base? Every every fan base has, you know, people uh, get frustrated with with losses and or. or Poor results. I would say the maybe maybe the there's a little bit of uh or at least how other fans other fans of other teams perceive it is is that Atlanta United fans feel a little bit entitled to success. There is a little like we won right away. We deserve to win every time. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know they are the uh, we are the Real Madrid of you know uh, of MLS kind of energy. Okay, and you ain't you ain't been that. No, I, I, I don't. I wouldn't describe it uh, them as that either. The point is like Real Madrid fans are like, well, if we're not in the conversation, something has gone terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. People need to be fired, and that's what you're getting there. He says entitlement. I get okay. Uh, a nice cold brew also says entitlement from early success. I get that as well. Uh, Del Boy said they need a number. Uh, I'm probably a number 10 playmaker and a proper striker, Royce and Draxler. Okay. 
<laughs> I'll drop the mic. That's how crazy that was. Shaxa uh, said they discounted the importance of Gressel's chemistry with Joseph. I think that's the big thing is that they yeah. they ripped apart a team that even you brought up had great chemistry. Right, right. And look, and we've spoken to Julian Gressel. He's been on the show twice, and this has been a uh, a thing where yeah. uh, look, he he cleared. What'd you think of Frank DeBauer? And he said, "Yo, fuck that guy." <laughs> wow, <laughs> you're hanging out with Fabian too much. Uh, so this podcast changed. <laughs> no, the um, the look. We all know Julian didn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he wanted to stay in Atlanta, but he also deserved to be paid more than he was getting paid. And exactly. Atlanta wasn't uh, offering that, and they couldn't offer him that. Sometimes you got to move to get that bag. Right, right. So, but but when you do that, you you uh, you you have you take the risk of destroying the the culture that you've built. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the team, and I think the uh, maybe that's this is what Charlotte is experiencing now. There, it's a new team, new city. They everything is new. It's all, uh, nobody. This is the honeymoon period, right? right nobody now. is, is uh, approaching anything with any big ego. They like they're they're here to. Are you saying Atlanta has a post nut calamity? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, all signs are pointing. Yo, <laughs> I see them eating chicken and waffles every day. I'm <laughs> like, man, <laughs> how you want that breakfast smothered and. Strapped? What? <laughs> no, Sir Minty, no. <laughs> um, sa, uh, sat, oh, Sate. It's Sate. Uh, sa, sate Tali. It's, it's, it's pronounced Sate. My uh, bad. You actually told me I got that right once, and then I messed up. So a couple sate. a couple months ago. Sate so, Tali. Yeah, yeah, thanks for correcting us. Please, if we ever say your name wrong, uh, please correct us. If I say your name wrong. <laughs> correct. Yeah, Shaxa said, ATL fans are the worst because they think attendance records are something that matters. LOL. Okay. Buffalo Smith said, who are we grooming to replace? Weird, weird word. Uh, to replace Guzan because he got to go. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, they lost Alec Khan, who, who would, you would think would have been the uh, the next up. But I, I don't know. I don't think. Can Bra- you replace Brad Guzan? He's not done yet. When you bring yet. in a guy like Brad Guzan, you kind of got to let him go until he says he's done. No? I agree. Yeah. he's. I think he's earned that. Uh, to some, He's like, you know, I mean, he was the number two to Tim Howard, essentially. And he kind of, he hasn't had the same career as Tim Howard. But he, as as far Aston as Aston Villa, a U.S. I mean, men's you know. national team kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, not not steward, uh, but like just just someone who stalwart, stalwart, right? Is yeah, that the word? Like just someone who, he, someone who's always been around. Yeah, he's done the job, and yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah, earned yeah. a lot of respect. So I, I, I don't think uh, you know he's necessarily uh, the problem at, at Atlanta. The other, okay, I want to move on because we've been talking about Atlanta for a long time. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, el tráfico. Uh, LA Galaxy against LAFC. This was a huge, huge... You know what shocked me the most? How well Chicharito and Vela got along during the coin toss. Why do you think they... they, they, I've never heard that they dislike each other. No, never either. But there was something, there was a feeling of both of these players have something to prove. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a little bit of added weight with each of them sort of maybe getting a chance at the Mexican national team. Maybe Chicharito having a little bit more of that buzz. But both of these players sort of being considered, maybe we should look at them if you're a Mexican national team fan. The added weight of a new manager for LAFC. Mm -hmm. The fan bases were we're kind of going at each other all in our homie Andrew uh, Andrew Medina's uh, Twitter <laughs> uh, so uh, so much was weighted on this and then it starts off with both of them just like giggling with each other <laughs> over the coin toss it was a bit of a surprise it was cute 
It, it was. was it was nice. And I think we need. Uh, this was the uh, so. This is the first time that they actually played against each other because Crazy. Uh, every single time they uh, uh, for every other Trafico, since they've both been in the league, uh, one of them has either been injured. Yeah, they've um, been Joseph Martinez. Okay, right. <laughs> you want to do that? <laughs> I mean, I can't tell you what to say. Uh, but the uh, so look, this game ended two to one. Chicharito getting the first goal. Um, the uh, who is Grand Grand Seer? Uh, sent in that first ball. He, he, I think he got two assists in this game. Uh, he was incredible uh, and, and really just set them up perfectly. I'm, I'm more concerned that LA Galaxy, they, they get a lead. They, they still have some somewhat defensive issues. They lead goals. Yeah, I mean, they're not... It's, again, it's gotten better, but the fact that they, they lost some energy at home in the second half was a little odd to me, and I, it really did feel throughout that entire second half like oh LAFC's there they're they're gonna they're gonna tie this game they're gonna or at least they're or what could at least possibly win uh, uh Carlos Vela hits the post on uh you know could have been just a tap in it just he, I'm sure he 100% regrets Bro. missing that but the uh I look Galaxy just they did enough but obviously the controversy was at the end of the game uh Blessing scores the Tying goal. Or did he? Or did he? Well, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, VAR's like, well, uh, if we're going to go by the rules. <laughs> but this was a, a, a proper offside. Yo, VAR hates vibes, dude. <laughs> we need a vibes assistant referee, it bro. It just feels like every single time, every air traffic, there's just always a mess. Just a, uh, like, a, a, just always something uh, problematic, chaotic. or just- Something Dumb wild happens <laughs> at every El Trafico, and this is no different. Yeah, the uh, so if uh, you didn't see the play, obviously uh, uh, I forgot who sent the cross in, but um, uh, who the the person ahead of the ball uh, who eventually got the ball was uh, uh, Mamadou Fall, mm-hmm. uh, who has an interesting story. Who 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 he doesn't wear his name on the on his back. Do you know his story? No, Mamadou Fall. He's I think he's a center back uh, or or uh, midfielder. I forgot where he plays, but he he. Where's Mbake, M-B-A-C-K-E, I believe is mm-hmm. uh, on the name on his back. And uh, that's apparently his his father's name or father's or uncle's name. But it's he basically he wears, his, I believe it's his father. He wears his father's name because his father told him he'll, he'll never make it as a professional player. And he says, if I make it, I'm going to wear your name on the back to show you. Hell yeah. <laughs> which, Hell yeah. It's kind of wild. Uh, it's like, why does it look like that Benejo <laughs> on the back of his It's to honor his father. <laughs> okay. People show respect in different cultures yeah, in different yeah. ways. I, I'm right? trying to show the least amount as possible. <laughs> so he, uh, he is in an offside position, but clearly the ball touches. It touches like three people before it gets right. to him. But then they VAR had to release like yeah, the yeah. full explanation. They, they even released the audio of the VAR dude, the, because they were like, "We don't want that smoke. We know some of y'all are Dodger fans, <laughs> <laughs> bro." It's the it's like the ninety sixth minute. It's a but huge said, moment. Even if they didn't call the offside on the player, which was offside, who wasn't the one who was aimed, the ball was aimed at, is that there was another offside after that. Right. So it, they were like, there were two. They were like, yo, we, we were going to call one of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. be mad at us. <laughs> but also watching it, hearing the rule, you're like, I get it, but come on. <laughs> no, it's a, it, I think that the, the confusion was that um, a... 
Galaxy. I, I, I don't know if Blessing initially touched it, but the, the there was a, a Galaxy player, the uh, 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 who touched the ball. Right. Uh, but he he went for the ball, but he didn't pass it back to a player that wasn't in an offside position. You know what I mean? He he just went for the ball like in a natural motion, didn't clear it. It got to Mamadou Fall, who was already in an offside position. So regardless of how many people it touched, right? Even if they didn't call the first one, they were like, "I will right, we'll let the vibes go." There's yeah. already another. There's another. <laughs> Right, but right. the fact that they had to release, like, look, here's the audio of the VAR people speaking. Yeah. I mean, that is one step closer to what we should have, which is what the Australian League has, which is on the broadcast, you hear the ref communicating with the VAR person. Yeah, they, it would it'd be nice to, to have that transparency the right. Premier League needs this because, you know, all hell breaks loose every time <laughs> VAR is used. And uh, most of the time it's Arsenal fans. So, I, I, you know, I'm with you. But this was one of those situations where they're like, OK, look, we know y'all going to go crazy. <laughs> Where, like just said, Alexis's shirt just has a question mark on the back for your phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Papa with a question mark? <laughs> but the number 69, though, you feel me? <laughs> My God. Um, uh, John Coltrane said, uh, the rules are the rules uh, until they aren't, right? Uh, yeah, because then if you saw the, uh, you know, pro referees, they put out the that, that, that descriptive video, and then the second offside was Latif Blessing, because he was also right. uh, in an offside side position uh, when he got the ball. So they really were, um, uh, you know, holding themselves at least accountable and also letting everybody know, like, yo, don't uh, flip out. Don't lose your mind. But you feel bad for LAFC fans who, you know, they, they've, they've uh, you know, they've had the heartbreak of, you know, Zlatan's first game. They, but obviously they got revenge in uh, in the playoffs. There were a lot of LAFC fans at that game. I don't know if you saw videos uh, uh, at Dignity Health Sports Park. I mean, I, I I don't know how many tickets uh, they uh, had for the for the way supporters, it was, it was, but it was a lot. Bro. It was a really difficult ticket to get. Yeah. You know, the I, the one thing about El Trafico is it, 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 it rises to the top of, uh, you know, the L.A. what's going on, which is difficult to do in a city like Los Angeles. Yeah, and it, it is kind of exciting. When we went, when we were there for the uh, the playoff game, uh, the, the playoff at Trafico, I mean, there's a little bit like, yo, we were lucky to be there, man. Like, there's Very not, so. it, it was a difficult ticket to, to, to come yeah. by. There were, you know, you start seeing celebrities. You got arrested because people were faking Right, right, faking press passes and stuff like that. So it's it's the real deal, man. Uh, And I almost like the fact that it ended this way because that means the next match is going to be even crazier. I uh, I agree. I don't know if we. Does it really? I mean, it's 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 setting the bar every time for uh, insanity. (laughs) Everything. The the one thing I'm happy about is that, um, to my knowledge, there there were no incidents or fights or anything because there were fights. Oh, they were there. Yeah, I think there were, but I don't think it was crazy. Okay. I mean, look, as minimal as possible. Uh, Some people got to catch hands. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean you know, LAFC fans and LA Galaxy fans, I mean, they've they've been through it enough. And, and you know, you, we, we want to see. I think both teams put out a statement even before the game that they were trying to make this as, as safe uh, uh, an environment as possible. Yeah, so. because also, don't forget, it's like it was also a family-friendly rivalry. Uh, so, you know, 3,252 people screaming, you know, can, can, can intimidate a lot of people. And then you got the riot and all the stuff on the other side. So it's a pretty wild one. And it's Los Angeles, you know, it's a, the city's too hot, you know, <laughs> tempers flare. I love, uh, I love how Alexis is trying to justify this. I love what St. Tali said. Uh, could an NFL type of explanation of fouls called over the stadium speakers from the field ref help or worse than the American game? It's an absolute great question. Mm. Kind of like in the NBA when, uh, 
they go to the TV and they come back and they're like, the reason we're calling the foul is because we were paid extra. Not to- <laughs> uh, <laughs> have, you, have you seen that clip going around of um, what was it? The the ref looking at the lady as he walks. No, 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 no. The, the ref that um, that uh, what, that got in trouble for um, bribe or taking money. He was like gambling. On oh, game. talking about the Allen Iverson thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah, that. that was great. Uh, yeah. Where he was just simply uh, he told Allen Iverson that I'm going to start calling. No, uh, he didn't. Uh, which Oh, it? no. He told all, all the, the refs referees, agreed all the referees to call travel because he or palming because he would palm the ball so much so he goes we all took turns calling it and then about midway through the, the second quarter Allen Iverson comes over to me and goes how long is this going to go on man <laughs> and he kind of smirked and he goes and we knew and he knew you know that why we were doing this because apparently he either bad mouthed the ref or got physical with the ref yeah, like yeah. the match before and didn't get suspended, suspended. yeah it. he only got fined and Which they I were like that <laughs> But he was also I like when a union decides like we're not working. Today. But he you know was I mean? but he was using that to affect the result of the game, which and is then intelligent investing. Then he told gamblers like, "Yo, you need to bet on not bet on the Nuggets because that's when Iverson that's when it was happening uh, when he was playing the Nuggets." And the dude got caught and he got in huge trouble. You know, he got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> but I honestly, if I was the commissioner, I, you wouldn't have been in trouble with me. I would have been like, "All right, smart. You're not allowed to do that anymore." And uh, Ice Cold Brew said, uh, "Nah, just let us." hear the convo from the booth for viewing the play um from meaning from the announcers like the regular broadcasters or you want to actually hear the referee i I assume it does not want to hear the referee the most frustrating thing i think for fans is not knowing why so if that is relieved somehow post not calamity uh (laughs) if that's relieved somehow and they explain to you what the rules are what what caused it i think the fans would be a little bit more uh, a little less apt to, to they'll still go nuts and they'll still be upset but there'll be a little less there'll be there'll be less wonderment as to what happened and I think that's what causes a lot of the frustration but that's a great question say Tali thank you so much um, so uh, we should keep our football like Europe and the rest of the world says Theo Nero I mean yeah I don't know we can advance the game if it wasn't for us there wouldn't be three substitutions that's an American invention Okay, yeah, Alexis always loves to bring this up. Uh, very proud of this. Uh, but the other thing I wanted to uh, to bring this up real quick. I don't want. I didn't want to forget it. The uh, I saw this. Uh, uh, Pablo Maurer, uh the homie. Right, he did a big story about that over-sexualized photo shoot that the men's national team did in like 2010. Right. Uh, where Landon Donovan was taking a photo, like uh, drinking from a water fountain. Like sexually letting Se- the water hit his <laughs> bottom lip. Okay. Like, Speaking of post not calamity. Damn, uh, <laughs> bro. But somebody recently took a picture. We were at that stadium without knowing the, the water right, fountain was there. Right. That Cary, North Carolina, where the uh, NWSL championship had been held uh, the, the year before COVID, we were there. Somebody recently took a picture and said, oh no, everyone, that, that that uh, water fountain is gone. Mm-hmm. And so is the plaque that, you know, uh, what's his name? Pablo Maurer put on it. Yeah. Pablo Maurer just tweeted that, nope, guys, we found don't worry it. About it. It's safe. <laughs> so they, he has possession of it. He, he, I don't know if he has possession of he it. Does. it. It is located in, so, no, somebody in the town has it. And it's like in storage. The town of Cary. Say, I've been in touch with the town of Cary and we're going to figure out something out uh, for this thing. I no, can't. no. He says, look up. What if I told you? Scroll it? down. Okay. No, what are you doing? Go back to his tweet. Okay. He says, what if I told you that the Landon Donovan uh, is safe and sound? I've been in touch. He got it from the city. 
So he and actually has. I'm not reading this saying that he actually has it. He has control of it. He has. He knows what's happening to okay. it. Okay. And it says it's either going to go into the Hall of Fame or it's going to be either put into the Hall of Fame as an exhibit or it's going to go into the permanent storage. Gotcha. So, okay. Dude, I mean, this is this is the 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 work that historians uh, will later in in future generations will appreciate a, right. a man like Pablo Mar for preserving right. uh, important historical uh, items such as this. When we look at the history of of football, soccer, if you will, since mm-hmm. we're talking about the American game, but if you look at the history of football in Europe, right? These teams start in the eighteen hundreds. You got things like Liverpool still have like the Shankly Gates or whatever they're called, right? right. You know, Everton has those gates. Right, that we stood in front of and did that uh, that video. Um, you got these clubs that are like littered with history. Uh, for us, <laughs> what's more historic than a water fountain where a guy took a really sexy photo? <laughs> Correct, huh? Uh, pretty. Uh, look, we we all need those those moments in history that we attach ourselves to. This is one of them, bro. This I is mean, a what? part of American this- soccer history. <laughs> okay, and honestly, I think we look. Europeans would laugh at us for Sir Minty. You're just not, you don't know how to have a good time. You don't get it. When I see Sir Minty, when I see this water fountain, you know what I think to myself? Fight and win. (laughs) (laughs) Three words that I will be tattooing on my body. Okay. (laughs) Come on, Seattle. That's what I think. By the way, I hope you lose in this. (laughs) Uh, So, no. uh, So, pretty incredible stuff, man. Uh, It's, uh, I hope, uh, it all it all works out, and it'd Ooh. be cool to see it at the Hall of Fame. It'd be it, it'd be such a it, it'd be the you should, you should be able to drink from it and take a picture in a sexy way for real, dude. We can go there, be be you know open chest, bro, with by the fountain, My chest hair sticking out. <laughs> Let's go, let us do it, bro. Bro, just letting that water gracefully <laughs> touch my bottom lip. You know you want to see it, Damn. okay? All right, I'm about to have a post on calamity thinking about it, bro. <laughs> I know pornography is not supposed to go on Patreon, but it's our history, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Why are you trying to erase our culture? Wow, this is. <laughs> Is the erasure that people have warned us about for years? Oh my God! Uh, Voluminous said Pablo gets it yeah. for real. They should put that next to Beck's urinal and Chris Armis's gat. I don't know what that what means. Happened? Please, you need, explain. To, you need to elaborate, bro. <laughs> because right now this just sounds like it's incriminating. I need to know what happened at that urinal, and I need to know what's going on with that gat. <laughs> Caleb Porter would want you to tattoo it on your neck, Christian. The fight and win, I assume. But this is the second uh, neck tattooed uh, comment Andrew Johnson has left. What did what did uh, Caleb Porter say about neck tattoos? I have no idea. Please let us know. Please update us. Is he against neck tattoos? I've gone blind. (laughs) (laughs) I do like what Joe Woodlock said. Going back to the VAR thing, Joe Woodlock said VAR should have a one minute timer, and if you can't get the call from then. It stays as to whatever was called on the field. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's just like... Uh, oh, you mean because Arsenal, they took four minutes to figure out a clear and obvious... Yeah, I mean, look, but once it gets... of a goal. Once it takes longer than, uh, you, let's say, two minutes, it's... it's it feels weird to reverse the call that was made on the on the field, right? right. It's just like, well, how long should it take to uh, uh, to decide if something is clear and obvious? You know what they should do? Remember those things that were like, bing, 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 and it was like, they should have one of those. That's a jack-in-the-box. Jack-in-the-box. When jack pops out the box, call stays. 
How long is that? What is, what is it? About ten seconds? I don't know if it's, if there's a standard time limit for a Jack in the Box. I haven't. Think some of her. I'll be honest. I haven't uh, played with the Jack in the Box uh, in about seventy five years, yeah, 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 yeah. so I don't really recall. Well, I happen to have brought mine. I bring it everywhere, and let me tell you something. It is not a doll that pops out of that box. Okay, so um, uh, Andrew Johnson said he said Miguel Barry is too pretty, and he needs a neck tattoo in order to be a good striker. Oh, that's right. I did. Um, oh. Andrew, Andrew, I might have seen this from you. I, maybe you tweeted this, but about that. Uh, I, know, I guess Andrew Johnson is the, the field reporter for the Columbus Crew now. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you mean the Athletic Zone? <laughs> Andrew Johnson. Uh, the, um, that apparently, the reason Miguel Berry is not getting more minutes uh, is, is maybe because uh, he is not, he's not like a dog on, on the pitch. And, and, right. and that, that strikers he needs should, an edge. should be upset when they don't score goals. And he's not really expressing that. Uh, enough. So, do you, is that a thing? Do you think you do you think strikers should have a little bit more attitude than uh, than other players on the pitch? So we've talked about this, right? Strikers and wide receivers, right? Okay. In 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 NFL, they have to have that cocky attitude. They have to be the ones that say, like, I don't want to pass. I want you to pass to me, and I score. If there's a if I have a twenty percent chance of scoring, and you have a ninety percent chance of scoring. I'm still going to take that 20 because screw you. My job is to get goals. I kind of, I like that. And I do think there is something to be said about sometimes the American player doesn't always have that kind of attitude because maybe it's coached out of them at lower levels. I'm not necessarily sure. Or maybe it's seen as sort of like rude to be that type of player and not in the team spirit. But you want, you want your striker to be a dick. See, so it's interesting because there's that line of like, what? When does it become like uh, problematic? Like problematic, emotionally abusive, pushing players too hard. It should be all those things. <laughs> uh, I don't know because you know people have been critical of Caleb Porter's coaching style. They say he's like, uh, you know, kind of can be a bit of a hard ass. Okay, but look, you have to play the way your coach wants you to play. Of course, your your coach a little bit of a dick, buddy. You gotta get, you at least gotta pretend. <laughs> okay, well, dude, play the game wearing sunglasses. Mush, mush, Caleb in the face. Oh, Shadesbury! (laughs) (laughs) How do you hurt his eye? It's a rough story, dude. Went for a header. Forgot he was wearing aviators. (laughs) But yo, if your coach is a bit of a dick, you gotta be a little bit of a dick. If your coach, like, remember when? uh, What's his name? Who's the dude who won all the championships in Chicago? Um, What's his name with the Bulls? Michael Jordan? The coach, dude. <laughs> uh, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson, right? He was all namaste, right? Right. Um, you got to do that. You got to show up and uh, be you like, gotta, yeah. yo, I'm here to fucking meditate with you. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm here to own the whole time. <laughs> Even if it ain't your thing, because you need to connect with your coach. If you're coach a dick, you got to walk in and be like, just ran over the squirrel. <laughs> you know, whatever. I don't know what Caleb's into. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so you you see it like as a, in like if it was a corporate environment, you just got to adapt. You got to play up to your manager. Right, right. You have to manage your manager. <laughs> That's something that was told to me a lot coming up in the corporate world. Right. You need to manage your manager. If you want the best territory, if you want more sales leads, you've got to play the game. you got to go out and get the drinks. You know what I mean? Yeah. With your manager. You need to go out. I don't know. You got to, you know what you got to do? You, have you ever see those like, uh, those um, jet jet skis that have the wheels on them? People turn like scooters into jet, ski, jet skis into mm-hmm. scooters. You got to show up in one of those. Mm. 
And Caleb would be like, this guy gets it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're, the, you're the son I never had. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael Radbury. <laughs> uh, so, uh, look, yeah, it, uh, it's, it's an interesting thing. I, I hope it, you know, we've had, uh, go listen to our Miguel Berry interview. Uh, we did it a couple uh, a couple months ago. Uh, I, I, a great kid. I, I, and I obviously uh, hope for the best and uh, hope, hopefully gets more minutes. Oh, and, and Andrew gets a Johnson's bunch of saying wrong Andrew Johnson. Is another Andrew Johnson? Oh, my God. We have two people oh, wait, who I thought Andrew Johnson was in jail for flirting with minors. Wait, who's that? Oh, I don't know. Okay, well, he cleared up. <laughs> it's the wrong Andrew Johnson. So. Wait, isn't that the... <laughs> Joe Bitt likes it. ABC, always be Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that um, the dude in um, England? Wasn't there uh, an English player named Andrew Johnson, I think? Yeah, wasn't he the one... I think he was the one who was uh, grooming... Yeah, yeah. He, he was, yeah, he was grooming young no, girls. No. Well, I hope that's not you in the chat. No, no, it's clearly not. <laughs> Shouts to the real Andrew Johnson who's here. But, yo, like, if you're Caleb, if you play for Caleb Porter, you got to show up and be like, yo, did you see that new Dane Cook special? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You, Caleb is a guy who likes Dane Cook. 100%. Still, he is still listening to yeah, the, the classics. Says it how it is, dude. <laughs> Why is Caleb yeah. doing Sufi? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Damn, Damn Caleb, Caleb, you still remember? We're going to have to blur that out. Oh, dude. <laughs> Bro. Uh, okay, Pop I like the collar on your leather jacket on the way to work. I like this question from Omar Ramirez. He said, uh, should Gabriel Slonina move to Europe this summer like it's rumored? And do you think it will be enough to make the World Cup roster? So Gabriel Slonina, obviously. Super young, goalkeeper. incredible goalkeeper, Chicago Fire. Right, right. And a big reason why they were undefeated for as long as they were. Uh, they put up a, you already put up a bunch of clean sheets. I saw, I think I saw this, um, from somebody at MLS, uh, I believe David Goss. <laughs> Crimson means to put Pele extreme <laughs> with the X the first letter. <laughs> That's Caleb, dude. Um, that Gabriel Salina, that one of his uh, um, goals for uh, in MLS is that he wants to get the most clean sheets in a season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a he's a Caleb Porter guy. He he got he talks big. <laughs> okay, he reason. tells you what he wants. <laughs> he's I think he's eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he says it. <laughs> How it is, dude. <laughs> Why do you love Dan Cook so much? You're a team. <laughs> so he, <You're> kids. <laughs> he uh, but apparently he um, takes uh, pictures with his tongue out. <laughs> the 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 clean sheet record, I believe, is something like uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's something like sixteen in a season or fifteen, um, and he already has five. Mm-hmm. In, and there's only been like eight or nine games this season. So he's, I feel like, uh, barring any, you know, injury or something, he's probably breaking this record. And he is, it's well, interesting because when, when he's. They're also pretty good defensively outside of this weekend. Right. The, uh, no, well, they, look, they, they gave up, uh, they only gave up one goal and it was because they got, uh, you know, uh, uh, a second yellow and they got a player sent off. Uh, and that was already controversial uh, in itself. But, and, uh, and they only gave up one goal with, with, with 10 players again. Against uh, Orlando, which is pretty when, impressive. When Chaka does it, <laughs> so the um, uh, so he's probably gonna uh, break this record. But it's interesting because last year when he started playing uh, for, for Chicago, 
he uh, I, everybody's talking about him. I'm like, oh, this this kid is a phenom, right, right, right. And I'm like, it's a goalkeeper. He's a kid. There's no way no, who he has the mental fortitude. Yeah, dude, goalkeepers don't matter until you're like 30. <laughs> okay. And then this kid shows up and does the air guitar, and Caleb's like, I think you're wrong about this guy. <laughs> this guy, this guy has something Yo, about something about. Is it. that a neck tattoo I see? <laughs> um, but when uh, it's really when he played uh, against NYC. CFC, there was a game uh, at Yankee Stadium, uh, I, and I think it was a law. Either Chicago won or it was a draw. We went to, I think we were, we were at this game last year, and I was like, the fact that you know NYCFC for you know at Yankee Stadium can make goalkeepers look bad. They can yeah. make teams. It's a short pitch. It's very difficult to be a goalkeeper. They can make teams look. It's embarrassing sometimes. We've seen right. it happen to teams like uh, we saw what happened to Montreal. We see we've seen it happen to DC United. Yeah, uh, uh, Bill Hamid. Like we've seen it. And this kid was like, "Yo, why is what the hell is this kid doing? Why is he stopping everything? Why is this team so like compact and figuring things out and, and not?" Really Really making, They're just a better defensive team now, though, too. They are, and they. they but even last year when they were a poor yeah, defensive poor, team, they yeah. still had an unbelievable goalkeeper right. uh, making some incredible saves. And he is the real deal. If you have not seen this kid play, uh, Chicago, they have something I think special, and it. It, it, it would almost suck a little bit to lose him because I think if they get rid of him this season and answering Omar's question, if they get rid of him, because the rumor was he was going to go to Chelsea, that it was like the, there was a verbal agreement. Right. And obviously, uh, Abramovich was like, uh, so maybe he'll go to Valencia. <laughs> you heard Abramovich wants to buy Valencia? No, I did not hear yeah, that. Yeah, he said he's ready to buy Valencia. Wow. Uh, I mean, kid, they can't allow around. that, right? Well, they wouldn't allow that. Maybe it's the poisoning. I got to. <laughs> uh, but but if, he, if he did leave, Joe I think. Joe Whitlock said Donnarumma was starting for Milan and Italy at 18. Yeah, but he's also nine feet tall. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's also a monstrosity. He's a statue coming to life. And Selena is is also a, a very well, I a think big he's kid. Like six two, right? Six three. I think he's taller. What what's uh, what's his height? Yeah. Like, How many uh, Mares is is he? <laughs> um, uh, Saint Tali says there's depth in in the goalkeeper position. He's six four. Yeah, he's, a, he's he's tall. He's tall. We saw him uh, at Yankee Stadium. Um, he has a very very bright future. I would I would love if, if they did the. The thing that they did with um, uh, Matt Turner, uh, not or similar to Matt Turner, where Matt Turner fin- he was he signed with Arsenal, but he he w- was they're loaning him loaning back, him back club, until yeah. he's going in the summer. He's going at the beginning of next season, um, and I, I I would love to see that. I, I would love to see. Um, uh, him, uh, I would love to see uh, Slonina finish out the season with the fire because I think I, I would love to see him in the playoffs. I would love to see. Do you think this is too early for him? Here's the thing: if he goes to a European club, he's probably not going to start at this young age. No, right? Not. Did we, oh, oh, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Depends on the team. He's 17 years old. Yeah. Anything could happen, but he's 17. Right. He's probably not going to start. Wouldn't it make sense for them to then loan him out to a a league where a lot of shots are on goal and he can develop, such as MLS? So why not just stay here for another two, three years? I Yeah, I, I don't think that would be a bad move for, for his career. If he goes to Europe at 21, 22 years old as a goalkeeper, he's fine. Right, but uh, look. Uh, That's not late for a goalkeeper. That's late for a striker. Right, yeah. But you wouldn't knock him taking the opportunity now and, and learning no, everything. He, but like, where's he going to go? He's going to go like Michelin or, you know, Ferenc <laughs> No, but if he's getting interest from Chelsea and maybe that doesn't work 
work out. He can probably uh, uh, fit in the Premier League. I he think ain't pretty starting. He ain't starting, but you never Do you know. you want him he as star- a backup? Look, also, I'll say this. because You know what? Say it, dude. What would Caleb Porter he's do, He's 17 dude? years old, starting in Major League Soccer, bro. That's a huge deal. And I would, uh, yes, is the level. At 17, MLS is like Europe at 24. Um. As far as like you've made a major accomplishment, uh, uh, sure, uh, yeah, but from from they're an, comparable for, from a uh, accomplishment level, yes. But I'm just talking about just could could he at 17 years old play in a Premier League match and do well and yes. succeed? I think so. That's what I'm saying. Will he be given that opportunity? No, uh, he he'll will, probably get to be sent to the championship. The, he'll be alone at Millsborough. But he's um he's taking he's taken uh, uh the spot. Who was at Chicago before? Was it? It wasn't oh, Yarbrough. Um, I forgot who was there before. I mean, they've had a a, a, a couple, a, a bunch of goalkeepers uh, come through, and I, I I don't know who's there now. Um, who's the number two to Slonina? Dominic said selfishly as a fire fan, I would love if you matured for a few years here. Yeah, I, I say get the bag when you can. Says Andrew John. Which Andrew Johnson? <laughs> uh, twenty one is early for a goalkeeper. Twenty seven to twenty nine is where goalkeepers start to peak. Says John Carl Trade, which is why I think it may. I mean, it's hard to say it's a mistake to go to Europe. It feels dumb to say it, that it, yeah yeah but it may be it may be that this team gets the rights to you like a chelsea or whoever yeah but then you have an agreement to stay in mls for a few years maybe and, and i think again i i don't think there's 2026 world cup we're talking about slonina slonina is yeah there's a huge there's a huge like uh potential here for him to be uh, the start 2026 being being the starting goalkeeper they had shuttleworth Shuttleworth, yeah, Bobby Shuttleworth, and who I I, I don't know if he's still there, uh, but I think I think he moves on. But the, um, uh, yeah, Solina could be the starting goalkeeper in the 2026 World Cup. That that's like a a possibility. Absolutely. And how old will he be in four years? He'll be 23. Yeah, crazy. Which would be crazy. And so you, we'll see where. Well, yeah, I get, yeah he'll be yeah. Zach Steffen. And, and Matt Turner, yeah, you would assume that one 21. of them, one of them, seventeen, right. <laughs> okay, we have remedial math happens. So, Pele remedial math happened yesterday. So, so young. <laughs> so, um, look, I, I, the upside is just uh, uh, huge for him. So, uh, like, and after seeing him play a couple times, I'm just like, yo, the, the, again, a hundred percent, the real deal. Uh, if he if he went to if he went to Chelsea, let's say, oh, if he was at, at a Premier League team and and gets minutes before, let's say, Matt Turner, mm-hmm. I, 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 at the very least. At, in 2026, the three keepers on the roster I could envision are uh, Stefan, Turner, and Slonino. And, and Ethan Horvath would be... 100% uh, could, 100% could see that. Okay. Um, the... Uh uh, and and Ice Cold Brew said would have been Ochoa versus Slonina for 2026 uh, if he didn't switch. Oh, meaning um, Ochoa from uh, RSL, right? Uh, Ochoa so, was also got got a nice attitude on him. Oh, he sure. A lot of the, He's all, Caleb Porter yeah. is a huge fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Caleb Porter's like this kid gets it. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, I'm getting a text. <laughs> uh, and this dude, Minnesota's uh, coach. What am I forgetting? Inchi. What am I forgetting his name? The Minnesota coach. Oh, uh, um, 
Heath. Uh, yeah, yes, Adrian Heath. Uh, not a fan of Ochoa. He doesn't no, like no, no. Oh, this, I do want to bring this up because uh, I saw this on MLSsoccer.com. Uh, uh, it said, uh, we cracked the code. How MLS player development is meeting the world's best. Okay. So MLSsoccer.com does this every once in a while. They're mm-hmm. like, hey, here's, here's some branded content. <laughs> <You know>? Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to tell you some branded content. But I do think Fred Lipka, Vice President of Player Youth and Development, explained on MLS Today show why today's youth players from the United States and Canada are at a different level than before. So he said, before we were very much the same kind of player. We were very physical, running, very hard worker, very dedicated to the game, but not really technical and not really a fast thinker. Now we're a large spectrum of players that can be physical, always dedicated to the game, good culture of effort. But now we have players that can we can find in Europe and we can find in Argentina and we can find in Brazil. I would say almost the same level of talent, right? And he said, talent soccer, talent is soccer IQ, the capacity to understand to receive the cues of the game, to understand, to process information, and to then execute. People almost always see the execution piece, but don't see what happens before. So now we have kids that don't play with one key. They can anticipate because they know what to look at, what tempos they have to use. Sometimes you have uh, to use one additional touch to attract a player to create space. Today we have kids that do that. Maybe it wasn't so the case seven or eight years ago, we did a lot of progress and our coaches and academies did a lot of the progress to teach the game the right way. Is it a little too soon to be or good, is to it be good at right, soccer well. or is it the right time? Cause someone said in the chat before, are we in the golden age of, of goalkeepers? Dude, is it the right time to sit here and go, Hey, we basically got the same talent level <laughs> as Brazil and all these other places. Is it feel, does it feel that way? Cause I kind of think that's not that braggadocious. I think Caleb Porter would like what this guy's doing, <laughs> but I think it's pretty in line with what's actually happening. I do think the American player, especially at a youth level is kind of now, it feels like the Weston McKenney's of Christian Pulisic's, the, uh, um, Tyler Adams felt like the turn of the corner, but now Brendan Aronson, now we've got these younger players where you're like, yo, maybe we are that good. I think the um, the way I sort of um, see it, and even since we've been doing this show, the if, if the bar is how many Americans are playing in Europe, I'm getting minutes, I'm playing well. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's not that. Maybe it's not just playing. Mm-hmm. Well, let me let me let me let you finish your statement. Right. So I'm just saying that that the the, the progress is clearly there in the fact that we have. There, I mean, we were just talking about Slonina and and the fact that we have young players. Um, that are getting just respect on the global scale. You know, when when Jaw Cancelo was like the the player I hate marking the most is Christian Pulisic. That's that says a lot about his his right. development. These are all like accomplishments that we we take little things that. But even just but, simply saying that. But forget about have we developed good players? The point is, are we now at the point where we're developing players as good? Already, as other places, not just look. Now we're getting minutes in Europe. Are we? Did we? Are we looking at? Are we not looking ten years in ten years from now? Think about where we were ten years ago. Think about where we were five years ago with the players that we had. Mm-hmm. Right, Christian Pulisic was like the only one that was really giving us any hope for the future. And there were other players that were starting to make that move. Now we've got a bunch of players playing in Europe. Sure. But yo, what about these younger kids? What about these these 14, 15 year olds? Are we at that point now where we're like, yo, we just as bad as y'all? Um and in in this 
where in this version, Alexis means bad means good. Yeah, yeah, bad, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so just so yeah, <laughs> just so you know, um, the, I think there's there's things to be proud of, and and I think there's uh, I wouldn't go that far, but I, so okay, on a scale of one to ten, ten being. Our youth players are absolutely no different than your Netherlands, than your Brazil, than than your Argentina. So my answer, even before I give you a rating, I would just simply say I think we produce the 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 same. I would say we we can produce the same quality players, but we can't produce as many. That that's where that's where I see the difference. I I think the Netherlands, uh, uh, France, they can. They so you think their median player is better than our median player? Correct. If we look at our peaks, we both got the same. Peaks. Right, right. They've just got. They a, just have a, so many more better uh, uh, players. Their average player is better than our average player, but our bests are the same. I I agree. Yeah. Okay. No, so. that's what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, I'm not saying that. You're saying that. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that. I'm saying we're better than anybody I, else. I agree that you said the thing I said correctly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Shut it down. We're good. We, we just shut everything up. Uh, a nice cold brew said, our 12 to 14-year-olds are not comparable to big nations, to be honest. Cool. I want to know why you know that. Uh, what are you? What are you doing, bro? What are you googling? Um, but we see, we see these uh, the youth World Cups and and the U twenties and 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 U eighteens. Uh, so I would body. I don't. I wouldn't well, we say body for a minute, and that doesn't always translate. And it's because of what a nice cold brew said after that. I don't. He think, said we fall behind in development, fifteen to eighteen. But but is that over? But is uh, that gap? Um, Remember we, when this was the most important conversation in all of American soccer? <laughs> was just like who are we developing next? That gap is not. As large and as as far as when you, especially when you watch these uh, these youth tournaments, the U.S. Uh, the when the one that um, uh, Timothy Weah was in the U twenties a couple mm-hmm. years ago. I mean, like they got pretty far. They they believe they lost to France, if I'm not mistaken. Right. But they, they were competitive in that match. But you see, there it clearly is a but gap. Those, those players, while playing well at that age, don't always develop into great pros. Some of those players fall through the cracks. More of our players fall through those cracks than before. But that's talking about what happened last time. Timothy Way is now a full-blown professional. Right. Those players are all in their 20s. What about them, them youth players? Are we really now at that point, or is this just a, hey, we're a selling league, so we need to promote ourselves this way? Um, I would say it's a little bit of both, but we've, we've spoken to enough people. Uh, you know, one, a name that comes to mind is somebody like Aleko Eskandarian, who's working with, his job. with MLS Next and, and involved in, in, in just CONCACAF and, and kind of uh, just growing the game and teaching uh, coaching at young levels. And it, it, it's, a, it's a long process. It's a big country. A lot we, of steps to it. A lot of steps. But it, it's, you, you have to say just simply the fact that there are players in just in the amount of time that we've been doing this show, the amount of players that have gone over to Europe and been to, and the, and I say the amount because there's uh, the amount of quality players for, if you look 20 years back. In 2015 yeah, when you, we started. We had, yeah, we had Clint Dempsey. We had uh, Brian McBride. You we had, had a couple you here had, and there. You had superstars. That came out of nowhere right, in the right. U.S. Chirondolo and Jer- yeah, they yeah. were there. They were around, you know. But it, it, it's it's now Americans are sought after, but they're also like... Well, think about it. When Landon Donovan, our best player, went to Everton, people were like, wow, he's actually good. Right, right. And now you've got 
teams chanting Brandon Aronson's name when he's not even there. Exactly. So there's, so there's obviously been a shift. I'm wondering if what what is what do the guy what do the chat think? Or if you're listening to this as a podcast episode, let us know what you think. Tweet at us. Uh, do you think we're there? Do you think we've hit that point? Because I'd love to believe we are. What I do believe is that the league is focused on becoming a selling league and developing youth players. And if that's their goal, we're going to be developing a lot of great players. Yeah. So if that is that the incentive that we need, because there's a whole bunch of fucking money at the end of the. Well, okay. And <laughs> like, here's another fine. question. Here's another question. And this is a little inflammatory. Okay. Caleb's going to love this question. Uh, if everyone complains because promotion and relegation, if that existed, then every city would have multiple clubs mm-hmm. and they'd be, in te- they'd be incentivized to go out and develop youth players, to build those players, to develop them for their senior squad or to sell them so that they have money to continue playing the way it happens in Europe. But if this change happens, if this MLS Next program and these things create a system by which we develop players that are as good and become sort of a football factory, if you will, as an agent, then in a way, is that not good enough? Then did MLS not come good? <laughs> Just like that lady before the party. <laughs> I think you mean come well. No, no, no. <laughs> wow. Did MLS come low? Uh, no, did MLS come good? Um, the uh, Look, yeah, I, I think the... Uh, the thing that you can provide, uh, uh, you know, I think the best thing that you can provide to a, a, the younger generation is a pathway to success. I think as, if you want the sport to grow, young people need to see uh, examples of, of successful uh, uh, pathways for themselves. That they, they are people that they can admire. I think it can it can shape uh, uh, communities. It's like when when somebody from from the hood, uh, you know, makes it to the NBA or makes it or is really successful in college or whatever. Right. Everybody, you know, New York is a weird example because it's like you, you, somebody could be wildly famous on one block and then the next block nobody we'll knows you. <laughs> Who's it, dude? Nah, you ain't gonna discount at this bodega. <laughs> now you gotta go to the other one, man. But there's they, there's things uh, like that where um, you know if you're in a a small town in, in anywhere in the world and somebody makes it out and, and gets a, to play for uh, a, a professional team the whole community it, it can can gather support just for that that club right. and, things and like it also that. inspires the next generation so I think if however that happens whether there's a uh, there's a, a pot of gold at the end and there's incentive to do that from uh, MLS um I think that is the the overall effect that you want. You want people uh, to be excited about the club in in the in, in your city. Uh, Bay Area Guna says shit gets deep when Alexis uses his Brian Gumble voice. <laughs> I didn't know I had one. That's great. Uh, Americans do have a general high ceiling with a low cost compared to what you'd expect playing for a South American or paying for a South American or Mexican player. Yeah, there is still that America discount right. that people pay uh, because they are football. Um, so uh, says Pro and Rel Pele triggers hilarious. <laughs> no, no number ten or number nine striker is the hardest position to create in the U.S. Still lack this. That's a great point. Yeah. We aren't building the Lewandowski's. We aren't building the Wesley Snyder's, even though he looks like me now. <laughs> We're not building the Raquel May, which is, you know, a name that I brought up before yeah. as a joke. Um, we aren't building those players that are like creative geniuses. And I think the majority is because that's built outside of an academy. Yeah. You got that's get, built that's, on the street. on the street. Yeah, bro. Uh, you know, football. also players, man, MLS players or just American soccer players in general, we ain't swaggy enough, bro. We're getting there. Little by well, little. we ain't. You ain't going to inspire the youth. 
unless you swaggy as hell. We got to be wearing heat at all times. Best sneaker collection is a dude named Jim Curtin. He got it. Did you see the Instagram account, Jim Curtin Sneakers? Yes, you brought this up last week. It's great. They put their first post up. <laughs> okay, everybody go follow. I don't know who they are. People think it's me. It's not me. I don't have that much time to dedicate okay. to it. I wanna, I we got to wrap up. Uh, no, but I want to say, yo, the American soccer player needs to become swaggier, bro. Aragunas we said, need more Kellen Acostas. Barry Aragunas said, we don't even have a Shamak. <laughs> bro, I mean, I mean facts. Look how, far, look how delayed we are in development, bro. <laughs> uh, okay. I want to wrap up with this because I saw this on TikTok earlier. I don't even know what this is. Uh, earlier today. Alexis has not seen it, but this is, do you know um, uh, Radel, or, uh, Radel Ortiz? He's a Dominican dude, popular on, he was popular like on, on I think Vine even years ago. I know him from this stuff. Yeah, so he's uh, popular on TikTok. I wonder if I can make this uh, full screen. I may not be able to. Uh the uh okay here it goes come on come so on so he's having he's having uh uh pizza let me make sure everybody can hear this uh yeah you should be able to hear it uh so he's having pizza he ordered pizza with his family and he has uh his, this is his sister's um uh tiktok account uh Lisbel ortiz and um so here here's here is how he's eating pizza i just wanted to get your reaction to this a pizza portable. already this pizza's Bro, trash Look how pale that, that crust is. So he's saying that the pizza's not portable. It's, it's, it's too floppy. Look, he, that's what he's complaining about. Oh, God. I saw this. <laughs> First of all, this is clear. This is staged. This is done for, t- for TV. Uh, or for this. <laughs> so it's, First of all, if you do that, like a burrito that the other end isn't covered, I'm just going to stick that one. But I can't even, like, I wish I had He just barrel rolled. He just barrel rolled because he's saying that it doesn't it doesn't fall apart. All right, hold this, hold this mic. <laughs> okay, I don't know what Alexis is doing. Come on, come so on. So you come never put right. a piece of portable, bro. They're portable. All right, I'm here to show you. This is what he's talking about, right? All right. He's talking about the pizzas doing this. Look. <laughs> There was a there was a mathematician by the name of Gauss that lived a long time ago. And I, created, okay, I also did not expect uh, mathematicians he, to come he up. Created <laughs> the Gaussian theory, which is when you bend something that is like this. When you put a bend in it, it creates structural rigidity. That's what happens to a slice when you fold it. Mm. Right. The only time this doesn't happen is if it was badly baked and there's like creasing where it's softened, or if there's pooling of sauce or moisture that creates a lack of structure in general. So you'll get like what happens. When the when the tip folds like that, right? When it breaks. But typically, if you fold the slice, and the reason why New Yorkers fold it is because we walk, right? Look, if this flat, piece of paper is flat, look what's happening to it. If I were to fold it, it creates that structural rigidity from that crease. And now you're eating and you're fine. Everything's fine. Look, it's a piece of paper. Look at this. It's, I'm holding with one hand. Look at this. No, officer. I don't know who that is. You know, right? Right? You ain't even got a snitch, bro. You eat and you're moving about. <laughs> what are we talking about? These uh, stupid people that make all these stupid things. Like I said to my buddies, my buddy and his girl came up and I was like, yeah, you fold the pizza. I mean, they were like, I'm like, what do you, well, where did you, is, is it not instinctual? Is it not instinctual to pick it up and just kind of fold the ends? Is it not instinctual? It's instinctual to me. I, I don't know if it's instinct. It's just all I've ever known. It's the way to eat it. Yeah. 
When I was a kid, you folded it in the plate, and then you 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 folded. You made a little <laughs> fold in the back of the little crease in the back <laughs> of the plate, so that you wouldn't get any grease on you. I love, love this. PFC Manor said, uh, "Lexi, de, 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 I was going to say degrease Tyson, which but it's degrease Tyson. <laughs> degrease degrease Tyson. Tyson would be great. It's so much better. <laughs> Pele Bill Nye. <laughs> hey, look it up. The same guy who created the Gaussian blur that it's named after. Oh, okay, that I know. Gauss. Yeah, the Gaussian uh, is structural rigidity. The, uh, the Gaussian theory. Okay. I didn't. Wow. Alexis, for somebody who has gout, you know a lot about gout. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was my dad at first. So, what's that pain in my toe, dog? Uh, John Cutcher said, Is food involved? Alexis joins Mensa. <laughs> 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 and I scope Bruce said LMAO the Brian Gumble voice when Alexis explained pizza physics <laughs> Pele pizza says Andrew Johnson new segment science with Alexis not a bad not a bad one Michael Raymond uh, look I, I'm telling you there's a reason we do things no one just folds pizza for the for the F of it it was created for a reason we walk with our pizza we're late for everything you sure. know we gotta walk to the next train station because maybe there's this one's closed or you know we gotta go take the bus we gotta we fold Right, kids after school, right? We're just walking, sure. we're bullshit, we're slapping each other in the nuts. You're not dropping your pizza. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know? we can multitask right. out here. All right, <laughs> people eating pizza with two hands. What you, something's wrong with you. And I hate it in commercials. They hold the pizza flat like this, and with that second hand, they're like, "Look at me eating pizza." You look like an idiot, bro. Fold, dude. It. It's just like, what? Your pizza got erectile dysfunction or something? Damn, son. <laughs> Actually, it's too stiff, my G. You gotta fold it. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much again uh, for. DJ thirty one just put the mind explosion emoji. <laughs> Y'all didn't know I knew that, huh? Yeah, um, y'all thought this was just fat boy stuff. Also, a reminder: we have uh, if you join uh, Patreon and you get onto the the Slack channel, we have a pizza. Uh, I haven't been in there in a minute. I got uh, Alexis will, will will rate your pizza uh, where anywhere in the world that you are. Send it them feels, a picture. It's of it. called I think it's called roast my pizza, right? I think it's rate my pizza. If I'm not mistaken, let me. It uh, should be roast my pizza because that's kind of what I do. It is called. Um, what is it? Rate my pizza. Yeah, rate my yeah, pizza. Rate my pizza. It should uh, be called roast my pizza. So if you uh, take a picture of your uh, the top of the pizza and the bottom of the pizza, yeah, you got to show me the crust, which is like the the the, the crumb shot, which is where it's been sliced. The crumb the shot. The bottom. <laughs> okay, mm. you know <laughs> the bottom. I need to see that bottom. You feel me? <laughs> so I know how it's baked, and I just want to see like an overall picture of the pizza, and I could rate your pizza. Del Boy said, "You guys better not go to England because no one eats it that way here. Uh, no one's eating pizza in England. It is pretty horrific." Right, right. Uh, but Avoid I've it. eaten. A slice and you know what I did? I folded it and I looked at everyone in the eye because I wanted y'all to see how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. He, he folded his pizza said it's called soccer. Deal with it. <laughs> Yo, we here now. America, America, I fold my slice for thee <laughs> and crown my food because it's so good. We shit on these English. Bars. That's why we're gonna beat you with a World <laughs> Cup group. You feel me? Okay. This is uh, all just. This is all uh, uh, the hype machine uh, for that World Cup match. Every one of these Let's podcasts. Go. Uh, so everybody, thank- and I dare you to look up everything I said because I know it's true. Thank you so much uh, for joining us today here on YouTube Live. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button uh, right now. Especially if you are in the chat. Uh, you know, not hitting sub- subscribe. That's ridiculous. <laughs> insulting. Alexis, look, I'm dead in the eye to show him his structural rigidity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but seriously, we, we uh, appreciate everybody 
hanging out. And I know it's uh, it's been a difficult uh, day for a lot of people, especially uh, in New York for us. Yeah, hopefully yeah. this lightened your mood up a little bit. Yeah, for us as well. So obviously, yeah, still we have to get home and, and deal with, uh, you know, kind of everything going on. Uh, luckily, like I said at the top of the show, if you got here earlier... I do have a lot of family uh, right around uh, that train station. I have, have family that live literally right on that block, and it, it is all uh, pretty scary. But luckily, everyone was okay. And uh, seriously, my heart goes out to every everybody who was uh, injured. I, again, I, I don't know what the status is uh, of the people that uh, were attacked, but I, I again, I hope that uh, they are well and and you know that there's no fatalities. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna look at the news just like everybody else right after this. But seriously, thank you so much for hanging out. You hopefully we. May made you laugh a little bit and take your mind off of this and and uh you made us laugh so thank you to everybody uh in the chat seriously we're very very grateful um the uh anything else uh, again shout out uh to the stand uh for welcome welcoming us uh today uh we always a uh, great comedy club uh come out here also even if you're not here to see a comedy show uh the food is literally unbelievable honestly get a reservation to eat here yeah the food is the food. out of this world and if there's a couple extra seats Buy a ticket to watch the show. Yeah. You, uh, honestly, you, you'll be very happy you did. And they got some nice napkins here. These are the shitty ones. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So, I mean, look, we gave you, you got a nice pizza presentation with that, uh, <laughs> that napkin. <laughs> so it meant a lot. Uh, so, uh, yeah, shout out to the stand. Go to, uh, follow the stand uh, at the stand NYC. Uh, uh, check out the, the website. Uh, if you're ever in New York and want to see a comedy show, uh, come out to the stand. Seriously. So, um, oh, and we got some uh, pretty big announcements coming up for uh, Patreon members. So, if you're a Patreon member, look out. Yeah, you might yeah. be hearing some pretty cool information. Yeah, you can see the also the pre-show that we filmed before. Uh, it'll be up in, in just a couple of minutes, but you can see it there on Patreon. So patreon.com slash soccercooligans. Uh, a lot of uh, fun uh, stuff coming there very, very shortly. So thank you so much for uh, joining and all the support. You guys are the best. Seriously, always fun. Uh, Mondays and Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern time right here on YouTube Live. Uh, and the podcast is available Tuesdays and Wednesday morning. So let people know uh, about the YouTube show, the podcast podcast uh you know tell a friend you know please do you got you got fr- you're our only friends uh so we're, yeah, we're yeah, telling yeah. you we're gonna create a new website called only friends <laughs> there's not gonna be any nudity <laughs> it's just gonna be gone there's going, gonna be emotional cool, right? nudity yeah, though okay a lot oh, we're of, exposing it all <laughs> a lot of from up here you a lot of me? vulnerability robin Tagini said do the ba- barrel roll barrel roll like the, the dude that j- just did uh, won't be doing with that. the pizza <laughs> <laughs> i would love to see alexis do any kind of physical activity 500 dollars paywall science with alexis <laughs> i mean it's mostly gonna be food science but you'll get some remember when I, your girl's nutritionist remember when we first met and talked she's like are you a food scientist yeah, yeah. she's like you know too much about food for someone in general i'm like just an excuse for my high blood pressure alexis was like what science yeah. All, the only science i know is christian science i'm like no i'm not <laughs> i got food in my mouth okay by the way andrew johnson said domino's cuts their slices too small to fold that's false False. <laughs> There's no such thing as an unfoldable pizza. Domino's is a uh, is a structuralized across the whole board. In fact, most of their dough all comes from like six different dough centers. Everything is structured. Everything. Across Did you know the that board. there was dough centers? Everybody. Oh, <laughs> dough centers. <laughs> okay. And by the way. The shit they're putting in there, though, you should not be eating, by the way. <laughs> Kirby D says, uh, Alexis needs a master class. All right. Mm. <laughs> oh, master class. Oh, never mind. Never mind. We we're talking about that post on calamity. You feel me? You guys are the best. Thank you so much uh, for everyone who sent us messages or, or said uh, that to stay safe. Thank you very much. I uh, love this city. We ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they find this guy, and that's the end of it. All right, everybody. Love you guys. Peace.